0: You've reached your destination. Welcome to Harmonic Headspace. Music for your psyche.
1: Let's do that!
0: What's up, y'all? This is Prosty. I got Stores, I got Astro, and we are Harmonic Headspace. This is the icing to the cake that is your weekend.
2: Welcome to your Sunday, everybody.
0: Sunday. Whack, whack, whack. Nice. A little, little funky. So, uh, yeah, welcome. I uh, hope you're ready to hear some good uh, angry music tonight.
3: Uh, but first, let's talk about what we did last week. A space. Space is the place. Yeah. We played Sunraw on Harmonic Headspace for probably the first and last time. Sunra. that's right. That
0: was awesome. Uh, and we did play David Bowie, of course. And we uh, Astro and I wrestled about what songs should be played because there was like five of them that were like needed to be played. But
3: uh, what
0: did we play in the end? I can't remember.
3: Uh, I took a trip on the Gemini spaceship. Oh,
0: that's right. The new one.
3: The n- well, it's well, like 15 years old. But yeah, yeah. N- newer than the stuff in the 70s, right? Yeah, and you it's
0: funny. We were talking about uh, w- when we agreed on space at the very beginning, the first thing that popped in my head was Starman. I love that song. And I was like, I was singing it to myself like the whole week. I'm like, I can't wait to hear Starman. I'm not even <laughs> gonna listen to it. if it comes up on my playlist. I'm gonna fast forward it. And then we didn't play it.
3: <laughs> we didn't play it. There's a lot we didn't play. It Was Lady Stardust? We could have played. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Ziggy Stardust. Ziggy. I and mean, there's all sorts of Space different. This is stuff. a
2: well-explored avenue of music. Totally. Yeah. It uh, is.
3: We even caught shit from our uh, our resident uh, weekly listener and feedback giver, uh, Mike from uh, Connecticut. For playing a fish song that it wasn't up to par, and he was like, "You didn't play 2001." Yeah, that's right. So we only played Haley's Comet. <laughs> Sorry, man. How often do you get a chance to play a comet song? That's
0: yeah. right. Yeah, uh, but that was fun. That was cool. Uh, before that, we did uh, the Elements, which was also fun. So we've been uh, last few episodes have been kind of uh, not as um, intense with uh, uh, school and research like we usually do in our deep dives, but. Uh, it's summer, so let's uh, let's kick back and drink beers, right? So what's our topic tonight, Prosty? Tonight is F.U. to F.M., because that's what we're all about here on Harmonic Headspace and uh, Wave Radio Boston, is it not?
3: It is, and as a matter of fact, why don't you call us and tell us what you want to say F.U. to. You can call us on our A.Brews Listener 9 at 617-829-9283 or text us at 617 oh, 764 764- nine two eight three is bound to happen one of these times i was gonna transpose a number and it happened to be tonight
2: <laughs> nice first time for us all yeah we're, we're doing uh songs of, that were written to say f you to somebody or to yourself or just to something yeah just something in uh, you expressed yourself in a music where you wanted to get back at somebody
3: and it's usually an x yeah
1: Shut
2: Welcome back, everybody, to Harmonic Headspace. Listen, if you hear a song like "Gives You Hell," and it doesn't remind you of someone that you can relate to that the, the subject matter of that song, then I suggest you go out and get yourself a life, because you <laughs> have not lived a life lived. Okay, a song like "She Hates Me." Yeah. Right. That's that's a song about somebody who totally fucked up a relationship has now realized it and hates themselves for it. Mm -hmm. So it's like a self-loathing. Fuck you. Like Mm -hmm. fuck you to myself because I fucked up. Yeah. And, uh, it's like a fuck it. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) I'm telling you, like that song gives, gives you hell. Okay. I I go up for walks with that song. Okay. I take that song with me on vacation. Yep, we're, we're pen pals. I I just, that song was there for me at a time in my life when uh, I was just angry, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's one of the things songs can do. Mm-hmm. They are music as therapy. Catharsis. Yeah. Right. That's what this is. That's what the show is, I think. Right? You're, you're watching it live on the air right now. Yeah. Um,
0: no, but... Uh, I know what, what I like about Give You Hell also and, and other songs like that is um, when they record the song, they record the crowd singing back yeah. in hopes that when they play <laughs> right? this huge fucking venue, everybody sings it back. And you know what they do? They do. Of course they do. They yeah. do. And yeah. what an incredible, like, piece of energy that is, like, when you're there, right? Yeah. And when, you're, and when you feel it and you put your headphones on and you're walking the dog, you feel it there, too.
3: I Listen, think that's kind
2: of cool that you can do I that. I bet there's people who are at that show that are like, you hear that? I was there,
3: man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they put the they put the spot specifically in the song, basically saying, okay, this is where you guys come in. Yeah. And that, that's on the track that's released. So it's yeah. like, yeah, okay, got to jump right in here.
2: Mm-hmm. And so we uh, in sandwiched in the middle of those two kind of angrier songs was my old school, which if you just listen to the jumpy rhythms of the song, it's, it uh, sounds like a sweet song, right? Uh, snappy. It's very snappy, mm-hmm. but it's actually a song about a, a real event that happened to Donald Fagan and Walter Becker uh, when they were in college. So the old school referred to in this song is Bard College in Annandale, New York. Annandale's in the lyrics there, uh, where, they both went, where they both met. The song is at least partially inspired by an event that occurred at Bard where both Becker and Fagin, along with their girlfriends, were arrested in a pot raid.
3: Oh, the pot oh. raid, dreaded pot raid.
2: <laughs> a party that was orchestrated by an ambitious... Young district attorney named G Gordon Liddy, so hence the line wow, try really? to warn you about Gino and Daddy G Daddy oh G God. is G Gordon Liddy. Do you guys know who he is? Yes, he's a very
0: famous uh I know have the FBI. Very f- famous future. asshole, yeah, yeah. So
2: he no, he very so asshole. G. Gordon Liddy organized history Watergate, history right? was Storzy, everybody. <laughs> G Gordon Liddy organized and directed the burglary of the Democratic National Committee headquarters oh, in the Watergate family oh. in May and June of nineteen seventy two. That's right.
3: He was not the director of the FBI. But he
2: was convicted of burglary <laughs> conspiracy, refusing to testify. Um, and he served 52 months in federal prison, which if we were to do math, which I did pre-show because I don't do math anymore. That's four and a half years. So he did some time, but four years for what? Did, so really? did he
3: get out for good behavior? I, I, I have no idea. He went after that. Steely Dan?
2: Well, yeah, it's, you know, it's, listen, it's 1970, it's the, well, this probably happened in, I, I don't have the date here, like when, 60, when this happened, but it would have been in the 60s, guess, before yeah. the band hit, right? right. And, um, yeah, it was just, you know, the long hairs versus the, um, yeah, that's right. Versus the squares, that's right? It's
3: right. So the long hair, freaky people. need not apply.
2: I have some more, so, like, uh, Fagan remembered this incident to Entertainment Weekly in 2006. These were the days when there was a war on the long hairs, as they used to call it, and um, And uh, after he and other long hairs had their heads shaven in prison, Bard bailed Donald Fagan out. The college did not do the same for Walter Becker and his girlfriend because they weren't technically students at the time. But this earned the ire of Fagan and and was the uh, genesis for writing the song.
3: That's crazy. I'm it's never going
2: back to my old school. California oh, could tumble into the sea.
3: I never knew that, and I've been listening to that song for yeah. a long, long time.
2: Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. I can
0: I can relate to that because I was banned from Bentley. Did you guys know that? Yeah. <laughs> I got banned from Bentley College because there was a fight, and uh, someone said that I was there. I was not there. I was with my girlfriend at the time. And Ooh, an alibi. Yes. I had an alibi, but they didn't check. Instead, they sent me a letter saying, we, we yeah. hear that you've been here. You are no longer on this campus. Do you have, long, like, hair?
2: Do you have long hair? I time? did
0: not. No? But the, a couple of weeks later, of course, I get the, the uh, letter in the mail saying, hey, are you going to donate to Bentley? We're a yeah. <laughs> I'm never going back to Miles. And I'm never going back. <laughs> 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 I mean,
3: weren't we all thrown Ohio of Bentley realistically? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Or buried or something. <laughs>
4: corner and think about what you did. Just who she was stealing from She's not a saint And she's not what you think She's an actress But she's better known because I like to run her name with things. But sophistication isn't what you wear or who you know. Or pushing people down to get you where you want to go. They wouldn't teach you that in prep school, so it's up to me. But no amount of vintage dresses gives you dignity. And she's done to say and she's not. She's an avant
2: folks does it get any more straightforward than that
3: yeah that's it right there
2: i hope you never fall in love with someone like you
3: <laughs> yeah that's that's as straight and brunt as you can be yeah that's awesome. that
2: that's i hope well, that is hope you never from tom petty and that is off of an album we've just been discussing here in the studio the she's the one soundtrack um movie was okay it was it f- It was it, fine i think i
3: liked yeah. it more than i probably should have because of all the songs in it.
2: yeah um anyway i love that album i just think it's my favorite tom petty album uh it's got a lot of like personal you know soul searching in there and that song is uh we don't really have to it's a breakup song mm-hmm. which is a category we're going to draw from many times tonight most fuck you songs are breakup songs <laughs> right
3: okay. are they not probably yeah. 80 85% of them are i mean I it's think. it's
2: just uh, and and let me tell you something so we also played uh better than revenge by t swift Chicks just write better "fuck you" songs, guys. Right? Can we there, that? There's so, so many. Like, I was doing research for doing? this, and
3: there, and I was like, I want to make sure we have as much female representation as possible, so it seems like we're being fair. And then I'm going through, and there's so many. They're all pop, mostly pop. We have a few other, like more rock female artists coming up but for the majority there's a lot of pop artists that have really scathing breakup songs
0: yes well you see like the memes i don't know if you guys like on facebook get the memes oh sure like i I, i'm i'm i like all these different music related things so i have all these music memes and it's (laughs) i always get like at least once a day about um taylor swift complaining about a boyfriend or something like that
2: and and this song's interesting because and, and i'll credit my daughter she said this is her best Fu song nice we didn't swear at each other i didn't say that to her but mm. anyway um
3: but and that's <laughs> valuable because your daughter can tell you that because we all yeah. know in the studio that taylor swift has at least what eight FU songs oh, they're all, easily but you don't this how is do you not know
2: a this is not a breakup song well it's not in, not directly this song is about getting back at the girl who and that's a an man and she's like you're a oh, joke nice. and i'm gonna get I, you don't know i'm you know yeah I'm better at revenge. You know, it's in it's in the lyrics. And then we also heard uh, "Hey man, nice shot." The Nickel Bag remix by Yeah, that's an awesome remix. I love that.
3: The first, the first, the original tune's good, um, but it's it's aggressive and like you know, this one was great. I really liked it.
2: Yeah, it's it's. I like the addition of the horns and the extra guitar there, um, because the song is kind of plotting. You know, it's like the cool baseline. The baseline does kind of suffer from these uh, additions I mentioned. It does like. Um, I I think it, it it lands for me. Yeah, that song um, by uh,
0: Richard Patrick, who is uh, is the brother of Robert Patrick, the Terminator yep. guy,
3: right? Uh, He's
2: also not um, Mulder or, or, or uh, David, D- not David Duchovny. Right, he took over yeah. for Duchovny. He in, uh, he, he was an FBI agent. Yeah. X
0: Files. <laughs> yeah, so guy Dog, from Filter. Dogget. Yeah, uh, Agent Doggett. <laughs> right. Dogget. <laughs> Gotta start. Uh, so Doggett's brother's band, Filter. Yeah. Right. Nice. <laughs> Uh, so, Rich Patrick got his start with Trent Reznor. Yeah, he was in Nine Inch, Nails, Nine Inch Nails. Early on, right? Uh, came out and released an album with "Hey Man, I Shot" as their first, uh, first single, which was a fucking awesome song. It was
3: huge. Yes. You, that was back yes. when like rock songs could be actual pop hits, like, like yes. storm the pop charts, mm-hmm. and that did.
0: Right, and so this uh, their first album. I think it was called Short Bus. Um, great album the whole way through. If you like Phil, if you like Nine Inch Nails. Um, and you don't know Filter, you should definitely check out Filter because they have the same kind of soul, but it's definitely different. Like I don't think that Richard Patrick ripped off Nine Inch Nails at all. No, I mean, um, he's just like they, they, they come from, from the everyone. same. They come from the same e- e- like influence. Everybody you know? rips
3: off everybody. Yeah, 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 you Paul up McCartney that. would tell you that.
0: So I mean. say uh, the second album of Melgamot, which was awesome, which had um, uh, take a picture. And uh, that was a lot
3: poppier. Yeah, I, I didn't dig that song a, as much. Well. A lot
0: poppier, but um, but really I remember like it. It was a big hit. The soul of Filter, and man, I, a great band, great artist. Richard Patrick is a great artist, and that that's that was, why that's why Trent picked him because he's a man. great artist, right? Why is he so angry? And hey, man, nice shot. So that song is about it's it's about fuck you to people who commit suicide right and it was right around the time when Kurt Cobain right. took his life um, and everyone was like oh it's a song about Kurt Cobain and, but it's, not. Um, right. it's, and it's he, not he says that, direct, that it's I'm not sure. about yeah. Kurt Cobain yeah. he said it's about people who commit suicide yeah. like saying fuck you it's like a, a satirical look at that w- that's an asshole thing to do but this is his, his artistic way of painting that picture and I think it's awesome so yeah good choice good choice right on Uh, All right, so let's jump into another one. Not we don't have we don't have time to take any calls, do we? Of course we do. (laughs) Uh, We just uh, we usually just are we having phone problems again? (laughs) We never have phone problems. I mean, usually we have like four calls by now. Yeah, I I don't don't understand. (laughs) It's usually from famous people though, and we're playing the famous people's music, so we can't take their calls. Well, and because of
3: the the subject matter of tonight, some of the songs may be about callers famous caller, right. so we uh, don't, we, you yeah. know, we don't yeah, have Dave Coulier know. calling in here. I mean. <laughs>
0: right. So I snuck this one in. It's not about fuck you. It's about being fucked. We
3: Soundgarden does not fade. No, they don't. (laughs) They they scream. They scream. (laughs) Wave Radio Boston streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Did you miss the beginning of the show? You can always catch it on demand. Just go into the show info link on our webpage, click on show replays at the top of the page, and press the purple player to get all of our on-demand replays. Then hit the follow button to be notified of all new shows when they're released. Thanks for helping us say F you to FM on Wave Radio Boston.
0: Yeah, you know what else you can do? You can go to Spotify, and you can just type in Wave Radio Boston, and it comes up, and you can listen to it like a podcast, and that's what I do. I listen to every show every Monday. After we do it, and sometimes I listen to old shows, too, just because I want to hear the Radiohead Deep Dive, right, which is probably my favorite show ever. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, um, and that's what a lot of people I know do. They go to Spotify because that's what they do. They type in Wave Radio Boston. And they listen to our shows, like, at work, you know, like when they're just, like, doing their shit. So, yeah, lots of ways to listen to Lots of guys. ways. So, let's jump in. So, let's start with the most recent, Ty Cobb. Uh, I just wanted to play that because it's an FU show, and it just says hard-headed, fuck you all, hard-headed, fuck you all, like a hundred times, <laughs> and I felt like it qualified.
3: Yeah, I and mean, those <laughs> are the majority of the lyrics in the song, but it certainly kicks ass. It and does. You know, it's certainly using the, the, the magic four-letter word, so.
0: Yeah, so uh, that song, so if you know Soundgarden, like, there's some people who know Soundgarden because they know the albums, and they listen to the albums, like, as they came out, and they know that. Or there are people who know, like, the singles that were released because they heard them on the album so i'm the former and when you listen to all soundgarden albums they all have their songs that you know they're not all the same like they have their slower heavy songs and their fast hard hitting songs and all the way up until their most well not their most recent but uh down on the upside there was a a fucking kick-ass hard and fast heavy song on it, and Ty Cobb is the one that's on down on the upside. It's that's right on. the one, um, and I love it. And if you would never ever hear that on the radio, so oh, no, that's not. why I really wanted to play that
3: tonight. That's right, Fu to FM. Ty Cobb's bringing it home.
2: Mm-hmm. Before that, you didn't we, have to talk me into playing Soundgarden, by the way. No, oh, God way. No, it, it, no. It, It's just perfect. Uh, so before
0: that, we heard "Head Like a Hole" by Nine Inch Nails. So I just want to say that I f- I feel like of all songs ever written, that's Probably the quintessential Fuck you
2: song I That's a, that's a bold statement I mean But it's it's, mo- it's a self-loathing hate Right Like a Is it not it, Yeah uh, I, I mean Black as your show I'd
0: rather die Than give you control Bow down before the one you serve You're going to get What you deserve yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. Man It's just like It's Stark. like uh, Like A biblical proportion I am raining hate Down onto <laughs> you uh, I, I mean That's That's Trent
3: yeah, it is. And the funny thing is, like, I dove deep into Nine Inch Nails. I spent some time trying to find the perfect song for this. And I found that there's so many of his songs that <laughs> yes, are angry, but right. they're not necessarily, like, uh, fuck you, this relationship. And it's, like, like, fuck me. Like, you totally, like, twisted me around and spit me out. Mm. But that's not really, like, the, the the point of it. But, like, a whole does fit in there. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned that this is, like, the quintessential fuck you song. I think you may not have heard it yet. We're going to be playing it soon. And when you hear it, I, I hope you recognize that it is a bit more of a fuck you song than head like a hole okay. but head like a hole is there man
0: yeah i'm not saying uh the most the greatest fuck you song ever i'm probably like the one that's the quintessential meaning that everybody knows of course everyone right. can relate to there are definitely some songs out there that, like um amigo the devil uh do you know who amigo the devil is no friend of the devil no he <laughs> he's uh, I did high school Spanish. uh he's uh, an indie artist it took my 20 dollar bill <laughs> indie artist who is uh he plays uh guitar and i think like um uh ukulele and he his lyrics are so dark like i hope your boyfriend kills himself or something like literally um awesome i i can't believe i didn't think of this i should have brought an uh you know what i'm gonna search for one in there always (laughs) (laughs) amigo the devil definitely worthy of fu uh but i wouldn't say quintessential because it had like a hole is the song that was you know so famous
2: yeah exactly
3: you
0: know, like that was their first big one right it say, was right? yeah, yeah was i would
3: say first one yep
2: what else did we hear? We
0: uh, all right, so before that, we heard Muse's new song. Their uh, new release just came out, <laughs> called "We Are Fucking Fucked."
3: So Sounds about right.
0: Yeah, so it's not an Fu song. It's an All of
3: Us song. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, my singer Sean uh, texted me earlier this week. He's like, "Hey man, Muse just came out with a song, and I and it's it's right off of your lyric list you know, or something like <laughs> that because this is exactly my favorite thing to write about is." Uh, Like global warming and climate change. That's like my thing. So uh, the song, We Are Fucking Fucked. You really believe we can survive all this? The black vacuum of the universe, it was designed to swallow us whole. (laughs) It's a losing game. We're at death's door. Another world war. Wildfires and earthquakes I foresaw. A life in crisis. A deadly virus. That
2: kind of ending is like something like billions of years away. It's going to happen. Wait, or... or so wildfires and earthquakes a deadly virus tsunamis. Uh, no I meant the t- universe t- swallowing t- you know the tsunamis t- of hate uh, are going to find the sun up. will swallow yeah that kind of ends is, yeah. you know we have a lot of time for that oh I, S- I Matt, agree,
3: Matt's, Matt, Matt's a little over the <laughs> top in his lyrics so yeah, but we'll, we'll go he's there he's
0: going from the the far future to the near future where he talks about the virus and tsunamis and earthquakes and stuff yeah, so yeah. what he's saying is Killer basically uh, we're, we're dead soon or later it doesn't matter and I fucking love that. <laughs> Better to <laughs> burn, to out. Play it. Better to and burn actually, out than fade away, Prost. That's right. They have a cool, uh, a cool sound of their uh, the tones of their strings. Um, I don't know if you've seen the guys. Uh, I think it's the bass player, but he's got like a double bass. It might be a guitar. I can't remember, but it's a double bass or a double guitar. On the top is an iPad, and he play. He pushes. I've seen. Buttons. I've seen this on
2: uh, SNL. I, I I was fixated on it. Yeah. Like, what is this guy doing? And He's, I don't know the song that we're doing. It's one of their popular songs. Though. I should know it, but like it, it, he was just like, he kept hitting this yeah, iPad, and yeah. it was so cool because it would light up when his finger. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. The the sound they get from their strings, um, whether it's production or effects or whatever, it's just so cool and yeah.
3: unique. Um, and they're a three piece band too. Yeah, yeah. I don't. They're I wish piece, I knew
0: Richie. Muse a little better. I should probably dive into them a little more. Uh, but yeah, that, that's just a great song And uh love the tones So yeah, there's a whole bunch more Fuck You music You want to jump in more or
5: I want you
4: to know That I'm happy for you I wish nothing but The best for you both I know the version of me is perverted like me would she go down as well I thought you should know did you forget
3: All right that was ween with piss upper rope that was fun that's a fun little tune it's a bit misogynistic i'm glad we got as many female artists on as possible because that one's pretty rough <laughs> uh that's actually off an album called uh, 12 golden country greats um there's 10 songs on the album <laughs> so that's ween for you before that we had blondie with heart of glass i just found out today when i was doing research this was the first song that popped into my mind like i want like i said i want to play a lot, of, a lot of female artists so this song popped in my mind i'm like there's got to be a better like more scathing like early punk song that debbie harry was singing and there were a lot of songs like that but they were about like commiserating with like the early female punk pioneers like of the 70s but not necessarily like relationship type things what so do you mean, what,
0: what do you mean what do you mean she was commiserating with an old punk what?
3: Yeah, with like the older like the like the the forebears of like female punk rock for you know a couple years a couple of years before her like the mid seventies versus the late seventies yeah, like Joan
2: Jett, era, yeah exactly, you
3: know? yeah. Uh, and like uh, Susie Quattro you know the, the early progenitors of got it. female. So you're looking
0: for other female artists with.
3: Well no no but uh, that's she, no I'm saying Debbie Harry songs that she wrote like the early punker more punk songs that Blondie put out weren't necessarily, there weren't no fuck you songs, I guess is what I'm trying mm-hmm, to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, were, there were songs that had attitude, but they weren't necessarily fuck you songs. So why is Heart of Glass a fuck you song? Because it's, it's a relationship, like a broken relationship type of song. Um, and that's, that's what it's about. And the interesting thing when I found out today about it is uh, the band didn't even play on the song. All the music that you heard was Giorgio Mordor, that, that disco producer guy. Mm-hmm. The entire track, besides Debbie singing, was produced by him. Well, no real instruments. Oh, the band wow. obviously played it live, sure, so, right, you know. Sure, yeah. But I just found that out today. It kind of That's blew, my, really cool, blew yeah. my mind a little bit. Nice. Uh, and before that, we had Alanis Morissette with maybe you know contender for the greatest Fu song of all time. Yes. Particularly in terms of how, people, the, the popularity of it and how everybody of a certain age knows this song.
0: Yeah. Well, everybody knows Alanis Morissette because of the album Jagged Little Pill.
3: And because this, and they know that album because of the song.
0: Right. Well, that I mean, ironic is another song.
3: But this yeah. was the one that broke it. The, yeah, this it is was.
2: this is her, you know. Yes, this is her apex song. Yeah, yes. top of the hill. But she, but she like, had some
3: that were yeah. very very close. Of course, so I, like, of course, Ironic,
2: hand in my pocket. Right. That that, that yeah. album we were, just, we were talking during the break. Like it has to be like one or two uh, <laughs> of the '90s. I I, I mean, Nirvana is probably the one, right? Yeah. But like so Jagged little pills in the conversation for so a, for the album received
0: numerous awards and accolades morissette and the album won six juno awards in 1996 including album of the year single of the year single of the year eh you ought to know female vocalist of the year uh, songwriter of the year and best rock album at the 1996 grammy Awards, she won best female rock vocal performance best rock song yeah both for you ought to know and Best Rock Album and Album of the Year. So that album, Jagged Little Pill, was uh, received accolades.
3: Well, it's funny, too. It's funny because, like, that was her third album, but the first, like, major label breakthrough international album. She had two small, like... Country pop albums that came out in Canada in the early '90s. Which yeah,
2: she's trying to make her way. She's trying to be Shania Twain, and it didn't work out. Well, so. she grew <laughs> up. She grew she up. Got, she someone broke up with her, and she's like, "I got a song for you." Yeah, Dave Coulier and, from Full House. Yeah.
3: That's that's that, people <laughs> that's, know that. That's mm-hmm.
2: the that's the trivia item. That's that's, that's so, known.
3: So wild. <laughs> so here's
0: a, a couple other things. Uh, October two thousand two, Rolling Stone ranked at number thirty one on its Women in Rock the Fifty Essential Album List, um, which is pretty
3: cool. Oh, uh, it's got to
2: be there i mean this song is just so straight ahead visceral just yeah. angry it's just right to the
3: point i, I love that we oh. that that you were able to bring in the uh unedited version too yeah. man. because like you always yeah. knew what the words were but i never had the album because it's not it's not yeah. really my thing but. You know, it's, it's nice to hear the song with her th- throwing her f bombs in there where they belong because yeah, she drops you, them with you, viciousness. You can she imagine
2: does. the record company was like, uh, "Can we work with this?" And she's <laughs> yeah. probably like, "No, uh, just blurt it out on the radio," and that's what they did. Yeah. And we, we've list- we've that's heard better, that call. word omitted for you know thirty years now. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, 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 and as we know, uh, the the touring drummer on that album was Taylor Hawkins. That's right. The Hawks. In peace. R-, R-, R. I. P. All right, let's jump into some more, baby.
6: At first I was afraid, I was petrified, I kept thinking I could never But then I spent so many nights just thinking how you'd done me wrong. I grew strong. I learned how to get along, and so you're back from out Feeling sorry for myself I used to cry But now I hold my head up high stupid little person still in love with you and so you thought you'd just drop by and you expect me to be free but now I'm saving all my loving for someone who's loving me oh now go Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: All right, that was Harry Nilsson with your breaking my heart. So fuck you. That was the first <laughs> song when when Storagey threw this idea out there. uh He's like, "Yeah, let's do fuck you songs." I'm like, "That's the one. Like, that's the first one that popped in my head." And some other ones followed. And you yeah. have to dig sometimes f- to find the right ones. But that's the one that popped in my head. I'm like, "We're definitely gonna play this one."
2: Like I said before, there's there's some that you just live with. They're they're yeah. part of your life. They you know, like I said, I. I take my "fuck you" songs out to dinner. I take the, I take them for walks. Like they're they're well, part of my life. This now. is they a new one stars.
3: for you. You should take this one with you as well. This yep. is a good one. <laughs> uh, and uh, pre- previous to that, we had Guns and Roses with "I Used to Love Her" from Gene R Lies. Ah, uh, this one was a little controversial when it came out. Not as controversial as uh, one in a million, as one in a million, but which was
0: one we could and should have played, but did not play because I've already played it twice.
3: Yeah, this this <laughs> this, this is a better one for this specific one. He's literally talking about killing his girlfriend, Correct. burying her in his backyard. Yes. I mean, is there more of a fuck you than killing somebody and burying them in the backyard? <laughs> right,
2: it's extreme. I mean, it's.
3: Yeah. But obviously, but I he mean, sings
2: it like in a it's tongue in a in in nice
3: way. It's a tongue in cheek thing. Exactly. Obviously, he's not serious about it. Um, But it's a fun tune, man. Well, he
0: may be serious about it, but he's just trying to make light of it. Exactly. Don't
3: worry. Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 Nothing to see here. I'm just going to kill my girlfriend.
3: (laughs) Or I already did, and you don't know which house it's at. Uh, so that was some gene and before that we had cake, uh, with a cover of Gloria Gaynor's I will survive. And as I mentioned throughout the evening, I wanted to try to play as many female artists as possible for their perspective on asshole guys. But you go, you guys, listeners understand my, my loathing of disco and, uh, yeah, I will a- survive. It's just one of the most popular disco songs. And I knew that cake had a killer cover of it that I already had on my phone. Realistic. That's the yeah,
2: song of the night. So. Astro. I mean, that's the song right there. I, Cake is so wonderful at cover songs. They it, are yeah, wonderful. It, yeah, the
3: bass is oh my God. amazing. They have some pretty great originals, too, but they do kill the cover songs.
2: They really do. It, and every time they do it, it, it's their own take on it. It's a, their own version. They, they either slow it down or, or speed it up or whatever. And like they, they, they have their own stamp on the song.
3: They do. They play it as you would expect Cake to play it, which is a little bit different than mm. what the normal song, the regular song is like you don't know what kind of difference it's going to be but you know it's going to be a little different.
2: They always, they always leave the space in their song, And that's usually and You wonder a, where they're going to go with it and it, there's that moment where you're just wondering.
0: And you it's, know it's weird that they bring humor into the songs yeah, but you can't
3: really put your finger yes, on why. That's
0: a good point. Well, why is this like,
3: funny? <laughs> it's funny but it, I don't know. I can't tell you I'm why. I'm laughing. I don't know how to describe well, it. And the, the, yes. uh, <laughs> the thing that's funny about it too is like I've never seen them in concert. I really do want to see them but I've heard, you know, I've read plenty of things like that their lead singer is a bit of a control freak a bit of a prick on stage like the kind of guy that like pull pull up stakes and like leave mid-set and and wrap a show if something wasn't going his way maybe that was in his youth and he doesn't do yeah, that shit I mean, anymore but that's always one of the things that i was like this is a really cool loose fun sounding band and then you hear about like their leader being really like roger watersy and you're like eh. well it's yeah. like
2: a kramer from seinfeld michael richards he was the most serious actor of all of them yeah yeah And he's the goofy guy. (laughs) Yes,
0: right. That that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's funny. Nice. All right. So earlier we were talking about Amigo and the Devil, um, and I happened to find Amigo and the Devil. So here you go.
7: Me, I'm not jealous, I'm just hoping that he really messes up. I'm not so much afraid of letting go, as much as scared of giving up. And all the distance that we've spent apart will never have to mean a thing. Cause every mile I traveled was to find the perfect stone to fit your ring. Cause I, I, oh I, I, hope your husband dies. I hope your husband dies. Living in the moment's hard when everything I want is in the past. Now you're with this asshole, you expect me to believe it's going to last. When I had you near me, I just couldn't think of anything to say. Now that I'm alone, I've got the perfect things to tell you every day. Because I, I, oh, I, I hope your husband dies. I hope your husband dies. So trust me, I'm not jealous. I'm just hoping that he really fucks things up. I'm not so much ashamed of being alone, just kind of feel I've had enough. But time and time again, time reminds me you'll never be my own. Never have a house to decorate, a place so we can call our home. So I, I, oh I, I hope your husband dies. I hope your husband dies. Whoa! Oh.
8: with black when she took back her love and put it out into the sun. The birds did fly when the heavens all went dry, and the cigarettes were smoking by themselves.
3: Right, that was a trio of uh, mid-paced acoustic songs, not <laughs> something you normally hear uh, here at Harmonic Headspace. But we're trying to ease you into the grand finale. Not,
0: not things you normally hear on Harmonic Headspace. But how many of those songs would you hear on
3: FM? Uh, One, none. Not Beck. No, I mean the song's called "Asshole." <laughs> right. Now, how, I would guess you, that how would you
2: announce and and uh, now now, now right right back. on WFAN? <laughs> right, hey, oh, well. do you do you in BC?
3: Arsehole by that. <Beck. laughs> yeah. So uh, that we start off with Amigo the Devil. That's the first time I heard that song, and uh, you're you're pumping up uh, this artist, Amigo the Devil. And to me, honestly, it sounded a lot like the Eels, which is a a, a group or an individual guy who p- puts out music as the Eels. Um, sounded very much like them, and mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool.
0: Yeah, he has uh, a few albums, and it's all dark humor stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that uh, I I couldn't I knew I remembered that song by the chorus. You know, I hope your husband dies, which is <laughs>
2: awesome, right? It's great. But most of his
0: stuff, but uh, that song. It really just the chorus was the. the Listen, the, the, the first
2: step in grief is anger. It's <laughs> right. irrational anger. You, is you, it really? A lot of these songs are written.
3: Is that truly irrational? anger, ones? and
2: and you, and you have these ir- irrational thoughts of like, I'm gonna actually kill somebody. Man, you're not gonna actually do that because you're gonna wake up the next day and you're gonna be like, okay, I gotta I gotta tone it down a little bit. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not actually gonna do that, but like, I wrote this cool song about it. Yeah, and, and yeah. then by you day know? two,
3: you're not going yeah. from I'm going to kill them. You're like, oh, I just hope they die. Yeah, yeah. so this is a day two song. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Amigo the
0: Devil has a lot of songs that are uh, day. I would say a lot further out than that one. Day one in the darkness. (laughs) Uh, So if you like that, if you like that's his style though. I mean, um, it's acoustic. It's his got a great voice. Um, So if you if you like that, you should check out Amigo the Devil.
3: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, We followed that with Beck uh, doing "Asshole." Uh, That's his song that he wrote. It was uh, on "One Foot in the Grave," uh, which was an album that came out right around the same time as "Mellow Gold." So it was like early stuff. Hmm. And uh, actually, that album, that song was covered by Tom Petty on "She's the One" the soundtrack. Um, Awesome. That's the first I heard of it, and then you know I became a Beck fan and went back and got that album. Like, oh shit, this is. I knew it was a cover of a Beck song, but I didn't know what album it was on. And when I heard it, I was like, wow, it's. Literally an, a note for note like cover that Petty did, yeah. and you mentioned it too, Swords. When we're hearing it, like, wow, this is like Petty like just cover the song straight.
2: Yeah, just did a straight up, straight up cover, and, that, and that's cool. And I had a similar experience with that song where I didn't, I didn't realize it was a Beck's song at first. But, you know. What's the deal um, with she's the one?
0: Like, lots of a few songs.
2: Well, it, it's uh. So if you've watched the documentary, they they skip over this album and uh-huh. they call, and they unconscionable. They, try, they try to. Tell the audience. I don't know why they do this. I don't understand why in this documentary they 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 skipped over it because they try to say that uh, Echo was Tom Petty's like divorce album. Like he was going through a divorce at the time, and this is the album he wrote about. That's not true it's she's the one the songs from that album are the divorce songs and 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 they try to just skip over i don't i i don't get maybe it's because he doesn't make enough money from that album they don't want to promote it i I have no idea well and
3: and and the thing the divorce songs like bleed back into wildflowers too which are the same sessions as she's the one so it makes sense but i hear you like i i know that uh i i heard the same thing echo came out in 98 and she's the one came out in 96 yep so, I mean, just time, you know, it was more looking back at recent events, Echo, at least. Yeah,
2: I, I didn't think Echo had that, you know, that, that, that kind of emotion in it. I felt like the, the songs that he wrote on that, that weren't covers, even some of the ones that were. I mean, Asshole is a,
3: right, it's a cover. cover,
2: but it's, it's, it's sort of in that same mode where yeah. I H- Hope You Never is a straightforward FU song. Right. That's Petty's song.
3: Um, yeah, so that was Beck's original Yep. Uh, asshole, and then we followed that by a drive-by trucker's original called "Assholes," <laughs> um, <laughs> which I, I thought was a really good, uh, you know, one into the other. And this song is actually not a, a breakup song. This is act. Well, I guess it sort of is in a way. It was, uh, th- this was the last album that came is it out about hot
0: dogs or something? Uh,
3: th- well, this was this is this is <laughs> about uh, their record label and yeah. uh, how like you know they thought the record label was putting uh, you know, ridiculous oh, demands th- on them as a you know yeah. scraping by touring band, not like multi-million selling not a
2: subject matter a lot of bands are willing to go to
3: kind of like this notes for you well
2: record company put my album out by the way here's a song about how i hate you well (laughs) it's usually usually
3: on the first album for a new label yeah right yeah like well thank god they're not writing this song about us yeah right (laughs) uh so yeah so that was dbt with uh assholes
0: uh drive by truckers Talk a little bit more about them because I I know that they're not commercially successful, but they have this like
3: they, following. They have a pretty rapid yet modest following. I wouldn't call it small. I almost said small, but it's modest. I've been this has been they're one of my favorite bands to see going back to like 2008. So we're talking almost 15 years at this point. And they to this day still are because they bring a show where like they're going to switch their sets up every night. You're going to hear some of your favorite songs. You're not going to hear some of your other favorite songs. They have multiple singers. So it's almost like that Grateful Dead. Like, you have one guy singing his song, then another guy sings his song, and then the other guy sings his song, and they go back and forth. And the songs are, like, they have a lot of humor.
0: I was going to say, they're a humorous band. They have like, a lot of like humor.
3: Mean. They recently sort of, they've just gotten, they have a new album just came out that's more back on, like, talking about, like, the old times and, like, when they were young and, like, the stupid shit they used to do, which was, like, the fun stuff that they used to write about. And then they got into, like, more serious world matters, and then more... Very hardline political, um, and turned off a lot of their fan base, and they Never. happily were like, "Well, screw you guys. We don't really care. We don't come to our shows. Don't buy our stuff. We don't. We don't want to deal with your closed minded bullshit." Mm. Which, for a band that's not that successful, that's a that's a financially impactful kind of decision. And you know, I I tip my hat to them for for having the backbone to do something like that, and you know, take food out of their kids' mouths by doing that you know
0: yeah but if you think about it they if they're not commercially successful and they only worry about playing shows they're selling out their shows regardless
3: they are but could they be playing bigger venues i I don't know right regardless like i said you know i like a lot of live music and these guys i've been seeing for the past you know 12 15 years they're awesome like they put on a great show they write good like story songs Mm -hmm. you know two three lead guitarists it's fun time
0: yeah there's like a circuit of those bands who aren't commercially successful but when they come around you hear about yeah, it yeah they could play the orpheum
3: you know like that's yeah you, you need to have some kind of phone play yeah, like you know, my place morning jacket like but yeah they're exactly. gonna sell
0: out no matter where they go Wilco it's another one yeah but yet they're not commercially successful it's weird just like the dead was back in the day
3: well and I think you, you see a similar thing like all those bands we just named they play different shows every night. They don't. They don't go out there and play the same exact set. Right. And I think that has a lot to do with it. I mean, you want if you like a band, you if you want to be able to go see them twice in a tour, you want to be able to say, okay, I'm going to see a different show.
2: Yeah, there's got to be a point to it. Right. right. What's the, yeah? I mean, yeah. All right. Let's jump into something
0: completely different than that.
2: Welcome back, Harmonic Headspace. That is Lucinda Williams with Change the Locks. Folks, I'm going to say it one more time. (laughs) If you don't have someone in your lifetime that you can relate that song to, you have not lived enough. Get out of your mother's basement, get off your phone, go out and meet somebody, have a relationship, get your heart broken, and understand what she is saying in that song. Okay? She has changed the locks. She has changed the number on her phone. She changed the kind of clothes she wears, the kind of car she drives. She
3: changed not change the name of this fucking
2: town. Just so she changed the track and never see train. you again. That is, that is. She
3: changed the name of the town and she doesn't introduce that concept till the very end of the song. And it's genius. Yep. I love it. Yeah,
2: it's brilliant. It's brilliant. That she's is badass. That, that is badass. And that she's is another song ass. covered by Tom Petty on She's the One yeah, Soundtrack. I
3: think what we've done tonight the
2: MVP of the show. Yeah. She, she's the One Soundtrack. I, 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 I think
3: yes. we, we've identified that the greatest FU album from a relationship perspective of all time is Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Soundtrack to she's the one. I
0: like it. Yeah. I like it. And I think the most of us of the here universe. knew
3: that prior to getting in here today, but it's yeah. been affirmed for the rest of the universe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and I would say uh thank you for introducing me to that song because I've never heard it and I never realized how much of a badass Lucinda Williams is. And I was just looking this up. Do you know how she is related to Hank Williams? I do not know.
3: Well, she's do not. She's not. <laughs> right. Thank you. All right. She sings with a drawl. That's how she's related.
2: <laughs> That'll work. We also heard uh, "Drive Back" from Neil Young, our buddy Neil. And the horse. We heard "How Do You Sleep" from John Lennon. We're gonna get back to that one. And uh, "Don't Go Away Mad" from Motley Crue. Yeah, I like
0: starting off with that one. And uh, I've been in Motley Crue mode all summer. Because of that show, yep. even though it was disappointing. That disappointing show. Uh, but I've still been listening to the
3: crew. Yeah, it's a nostalgia. Lot, we, bring we love it. Of back, sounds, you know. I mean, it was predictably disappointing, but it doesn't exactly. matter. You knew it was going to be disappointing, It was a checkbox. But it was a checkbox.
0: Exactly. And I'm still listening to lots of crew recently because of that.
3: Which sounds good now because you're not listening to Vince try to sing <laughs> now. <laughs> right. You're listening try to, to the sing. shit recorded from the 80s.
0: Exactly. And that song, Don't Go Worry Mad, Just Go Away, is a very different Motley Crue song. It's like it's not a ballad. It's not a hard rock song. It's, it's almost a pop song. It's like
3: a it's like a Molly Crew Wilco song. It's like a mid tempo yeah, rocker. <laughs> it's just completely different, but, but Molly Crew Dad Rock.
0: Yeah, but it, it's just it's one of those songs that it, it sticks with your we, heart. We you connect know?
3: to it because anger yeah. is
2: very easy for people to connect
3: with. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I love, love that song. Yeah, me too. I've always loved that song. Like I was a huge. I I had man. I wore out my my. Uh, Motley Crue, uh Doctor Feelgood tape. Oh, it was one of the last tapes I had before transitioning album. to CDs. That's
0: right. Yeah. We were talking about how Doctor Feelgood was questionably w- one of their best albums. I mean, I mean, it, it might be. It there. was definitely one of
3: their best albums. It was, their, it or, was their most popular, successful album. I think it, after
0: it, being wicked successful. Yeah.
3: yeah, and that's the thing. And like, I would argue that it's probably their second best album. And I think we would all say their first album was their best. Yeah. Too fast for love, but this one I think was their second best, and they fell apart afterwards.
2: Yes, yeah, it was over quick.
3: It, 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 it well, they they had like a two and a half year world tour, like it was yeah. huge. They had like four or five big hits off the album, yeah. and they fell apart. I don't know how much it had to do with grunge's arrival. I mean, that was uh, around the yeah, same it, time. They, Molly Crew, survive did
2: survive it, but not not it, for long. Yeah, you know, by the mid nineties, they were pretty much gone. Yeah, uh, along with a lot of right contemporaries. So Astro, we also heard a. Uh, how do you sleep from john lennon now what is the line in that song that is the real
3: fu? you oh it's the real fu. and he, he uh lennon sings uh, about you know the songs thinly veiled uh shots at paul mccartney and he's like the only thing you ever di- did was yesterday
2: Oof. oh so like deep, the, man. the little
3: double entendre yep. there too which yep. is obviously yeah. ridiculous like you should say paul mccartney didn't have a ton of fucking awesome songs and hits written with you in the beatles yeah i mean go on
2: it's a yeah. bit petty. It does. Uh, it does.
3: But uh, the things got a little was. now sn- that they snippy. released
0: that, uh, uh, what's the name of the documentary? Get Back. Get Back. Uh, get back. Now they, re- they released that and they show how Paul was just orchestrating the whole thing and keeping all but these he was
3: freaks. Try- <laughs> I,
2: I still felt like he was trying to bring them in. He, he was. And he wasn't pushing them away. No, no. And, no. And, and, he, like he wrote, he wrote songs. Yeah. Meanwhile, he knows he's the best songwriter at the
0: moment yeah. in the band. Right. And he yeah. wasn't a dick. He was he was trying yeah. to be nice about everything. But when people are like, they can't concentrate, they're not playing the right stuff. And he's, you know, trying to bring them back in. You know, I think he proved uh, uh, his value the beatles into the songwriting yeah. world right
3: well the thing why i wanted to play this song is because you know it's it's a direct scathing you know without naming the band member attack on a former band member and there are you know that's a category of a few songs too and yeah i had a couple others in my back pocket a couple you know Pink floyd's last album division bell you know uh gilmore had a couple songs and i know he didn't he's not a lyricist i think his wife wrote most of the lyrics on that album to be honest and honestly the lyrics for Division Bell are better than the stuff on Momentary Lapse of Reason but we're not going to get we already deep dived Pink Floyd. <laughs> yes. But my point is uh there's a couple songs that are pretty direct shots at Roger Waters as well and uh I wanted to play one of those but you know we they cut for time I think we represent represent that subgenre of FU songs mm-hmm. uh, better with this Lennon tune. I
2: think we sh- I think we should go over some of our um ones we didn't apologies we didn't uh yeah apologies let's, let's but apologize. do you want to before we do that do you want to talk about drive back
3: at, uh, yeah sure I mean let's let's wrap these up here so Neil Young of Crazy Horse drive back that was from Zuma from '75 one of my favorite Crazy Horse Neil Young albums and that album I think half of it are a few songs yeah. um, there's a few to choose from um, this was a little I like drive back better stupid girl's a fun tune but it's you know it's <laughs> called stupid girl so it's you know I think that ween song already uh you know had enough misogyny in it for <laughs> for the night So we went to drive back Which is a cool tune I mean think about like The chorus is like Drive back to your own town I want to wake up With no one around It's like It's, it's a temporary F.U. song It's like like Don't fuck off forever Just fuck off for now
0: <laughs> Don't worry <laughs> man Just go away Exactly Perfect
3: uh, And then yeah We had Lucinda Williams to Change the Locks Man that was a great tune I just, that's, yeah, I just love she it she rocks So let's get to our apologies Who did we miss here?
2: okay i had a few um let me give you some of the hits so uh some some poppy stuff that we didn't get to like uh since you've been gone kelly clarkson i mean that's a great breakup song but we yeah. didn't need to get to that one today um <laughs> There's uh, Joan Jett. I hate myself for loving you. Oh, that's, oh, a, good that's a
3: good one. We would have played right. that if I thought of right. yeah, that. One.
2: one. you know that, that would have been that would have worked tonight. Not one for best, but not one for worst, certainly. In the mm-hmm. self-loathing category, there was there's River <laughs> of Deceit. Category
3: <laughs> River of Deceit. There like that
2: that that would that's an fu to myself. I hate myself. Well, I mean, the way I am. there's
3: multiple yeah. albums worth of yes, that that yes. Lanes Daily sings. Yeah. Yeah, and then All of Alice
2: in Chains is about hating right. myself for my, being on drugs. My last apologies was a, a song from Pink called So What, which I, I like this song. And so I'm just what? Gonna, I just want to read you one of, uh, a part of the chorus. It goes like this. I'm alright. I'm just fine and you're a tool. So, so what? I am a rock star. I got my rock moves and I don't need you tonight. Like, that's, nice.
3: That's great. Yeah, when I saw So, uh, so What on there, I, I was thinking of the so what, so what, so fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> Metallica cover right
2: Yes that's right That's right <laughs> oh Yeah, That God. was it
3: That was our That's our FU That was the, the go fuck yourself The Break it on out There you go uh,
0: Do we have anything For next week Do we wanna, do, uh, We haven't even Talked about We haven't even
3: Talked now. about it. We'll, we'll have to We'll have to Surprise you
2: Yeah The earth is gonna I mean this yeah, the air going to rotate on its axis, Yep, just like it always does. And yeah. we'll, we'll get there eventually. And it's there's going to be football. Days. Oh, yeah. that's
0: right. So you're going to have to put us on while the second half of the 4 o'clock game is going on. <laughs> that's if you're in Eastern Standard Time. Of course. Because we know at any point in time, like when we're playing, there's like hundreds of thousands of people all over the world.
8: In another part of the world And you may find yourself Behind the wheel of a large automobile And you may find yourself In a beautiful house With a beautiful wife And you may ask yourself